Hi everyone, I'm Kia Nadimir. Welcome to Mice Yoga Paris, Closer Together, a collaboration between myself and sound artist Yotam Agam. Our shala has closed its physical space for the time being, but this sacred refuge lives in all of us. These droplets are our way of supporting your practice through this time, helping to create an inner shala where we can always meet and move closer together as a community. This is our gift to you. If you wish to sign up to our newsletter to receive more free resources, or if you'd like to support the continuation of our shala and this work by making a donation, please visit mysoryogaparis.com. At this very moment, there is an unprecedented opportunity to wake up our hearts, to allow this moment to manifest as a sacred pause for humanity, where we turn to our deepest resources, our wisdom and our love. Thank you for joining us. Take a moment to breathe into our heart and in the midst of all this worry when the tendency is to close and to shut out consciously we open our hearts more take a deep breath into the center of your heart and then we exhale together in the sound current of connectedness, all. together. May it nourish us together. May we work together uniting our strength for the good of all of humanity. May our learning be luminous and may it be purposeful. May there never be a conflict of interest between us. May there be peace within us. May there be peace between us. May there be peace around us. Atha, Atha. Yoga, Yoga, Anushasanam, Anushasanam. Atha. Atha. 
योगानुशासनम 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 For those of you who've been coming to these workshops in Glasgow with me over the years, um, you've probably been present when I did a talk around Atta Yoga Nushasanam. It was always Rosina's favorite talk. Uh, I won't give exactly the same talk, obviously, today, uh, but I, that's the purpose why I particularly um, wanted to talk about this. and. As it often does with Rosina, it turns out that I think it's the most relevant sutra that could have been chosen for the time that we're in. Atta Yoga Nushasanam, the teachings of yoga is now. The teachings of yoga is now. The practice of yoga is the full attention to the present experience this experience here. Not all of our projections that we're into now, but here. Meaning, there is no before, no after, no inside, no outside, no superior or inferior time or place to be. With everything that happened, with losing the, one of the biggest loves in my life, I have of course found myself in a place where I either want to back up the tape to before, or I want to fast forward to get rid of the pain and imagine that I come out on the other side. Can you resonate with that? Mm -hmm. And it is only in brief, brief moments of calm and clarity, which for me actually happened this weekend, that I can sense the healing available in this teaching. That each moment, every place and every situation contains all other moments, places and situations, meaning that from any place, at any time, the truth or healing of all of existence can be discovered. 
So, again, coming back to touching a little bit what I was just saying is that, so the feeling I've had, and I don't want to get too personal, but I've I had the feeling of my heart being on the outside, like it's open and it's I'm just carrying it on the outside. And then with everything that's happened, you feel like salt is thrown on that heart, which is so vulnerable. And I realize now that none of that was really, the, the heart, yes, but the salt was not really the reality. It was anticipation of a reality that isn't actually here. And I, it just dawned on me so much this weekend that here and now, this is actually the reality. This, right, we're here now. This is our reality. And all is well. It's okay. There's such power in these words. Atta yoga nashasanam. Now, this is yoga. And one of the most common obstacles to practice is this idea that, it, that that also is a way of reaching somewhere else, that practice is a way of becoming different, to reach a different state, uh, to progress beyond our present state, right? And we miss the openness, the intelligence, the aliveness and the healing to be found in this moment, here. And the truth is that there is no goal. There, there is really no goal to this practice. Yoga practice is only a structure that helps us identify when the present moment slips and we find ourselves struggling and striving towards something else. Grasping for what we want. Sometimes we often, we often think of grasping for things, but really we can also just be grasping for something different. What I, not this, something different, right? And also trying to avoid or control anything which is uncomfortable or challenging or that we don't want. And insights in practice only comes when there's a pause in that struggle and we allow ourselves to be present with things as they are. It is only when we relax our grip, our hoarding tendency, that we can meet our circumstance with interest and compassion, with an open, fragile heart. And it's that friendly wakefulness, regardless of the inner or the outer weather, that eventually reveals the truth of reality. And of course, this is much easier said than done because we live in a time where we are constantly showered with images and ideas about what a perfect practice should be like or what a perfect life 
should look like. Hashtag I love my life. <laughs> I mean, we're laughing at it, but this is what we constantly feed ourselves with. So how do we practice then? When we are sad, when we are fearful, when we've experienced the most unspeakable loss. Well, I keep coming back to this, that with gentleness, with much, much kindness and compassion, we practice with it. Where do we get this idea that circumstances have to be ideal for us to practice? I mean, what is the point of cultivating a practice which is only there for us when we feel great? When I'm well rested, when I have my perfect space, the kids are quiet, I have nothing going on, that's when I practice. What's the point? This, like, primary theory or nothing. This is what we would call a false refuge. This is a false refuge. This is creating a cocoon. This is a practice that then would shut out, discriminate, and exclude big, big parts of our experience in life. And this attachment to perfection that we have, at least I have, is such a disservice, truly like undermining the truly healing potential and power that exists within the yoga practice. These tools that we all have, have spent years to cultivate. And by using Atta, Patanjali says that whatever the circumstance now is not only the place, but the supreme place to practice. And this, I think, is a true refuge. A true refuge allows us to invite all sides of reality into awareness and treat it with a sense of interest, kindness and compassion. The moment we find ourselves struggling and striving for perfection, the aliveness, the realness and the healing of the present has slipped and we end up feeling cut off from life as it is. We end up feeling separate from life as it is. And we lose connection to the wholeness of our true belonging. And John O'Donoghue, who I quoted also on Friday, he says it so beautifully, he says that our and this coming back to the wisdom of Rosina, that our bodies, they know that they belong. Our bodies, they know that they belong. It is our minds that make our life so homeless.
And I sit with that word belonging and it changes everything. It truly changes everything because it tells me that I don't, we don't have to like what we have in front of us. We don't have to be indifferent to pain or to hurt. Sometimes I, I, I find it difficult to take in this idea um, that in yoga we often say, you know, we have to accept it. We have to, to this is a, for me the acceptance, I'm sure it's a good thing, but for me personally, I'm talking about myself now, it feels a bit cold. No, I don't want to accept injustice. I don't want to accept it. But belonging is a different thing, right? Because healing comes not, like Pema Chodron was saying, I talked about on Friday, it comes not from resisting or avoiding, but it comes from making room for all of it. So we make room for sadness, we make room for joy, for loss, for abundance, for longing and belonging. And most importantly, we make room for not knowing. Making room for imperfection. Because we are all here together in this very muddy, uncertain, and unpredictable place. But that's okay. It's okay to be here. Everything is not black or white. We can be in this gray, I don't know, surge that we're in right now. But that belongs too. That's part of our human experience and it belongs. We don't have to fight it. The only thing that we can be absolutely certain of is that this too, in one way or another, will change. This will change. It will come and it will go. And yoga gives us the opportunity to allow life to live through us without resisting, avoiding, controlling, managing. There are so many things that are beyond our control. And this is also really for me personally the power of pranayama practice. In pranayama, we come back to the here and the now of the body by experiencing breath and being breath. So pranayama to me is not about coming up with theories about the breath or talking about the breath, but it's really experiencing breath and being breath because full attention to the breath brings us back to a completely visceral experience of nowness and the breath, the transient nature of the breath itself teaches us not to grasp or resist experience 
but to try as much as possible to remain open. Again, quoting Pema Chodron, she's saying that this very body that we have sitting right here, right now, with all its aches and its pleasures is exactly what we need to be fully human, fully awake and fully alive.